Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's the Formula One podcast, straight to the apex. Join Mark, James, and Tony as they talk Formula One, funnily enough. That's right, more races have been, more races to come, all the news, and I'm reliably informed there's some juicy news involved here. All the previews, all the reviews, everything you could possibly want from a Formula One podcast crammed into one tight package. Before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Leave a review where you can leave a review. Let these guys know that you love their podcast. Share it amongst your friends and family. Anything possible, it all helps. Right, enough from me. Let's hear from these guys. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast, straight to the apex. This is episode absolutely late and still eat my tea because I've been socialising with my next door neighbour. Who thinks it's episode seven of Straight to the Apex season two? Um, as you can tell, because I'm sat here waffling on already, like God knows what. I am in the driver's seat this week, your host, James Stainforth, along with my fellow pit crew members, Mark. God, he is so handsome, but not quite Ryan Reynolds, handsome Wilkins. Uh, and yeah, I'll Tony. Think, yeah. How are we, boys? Good, thank you. Good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, real good. Real good. And I don't know why. Maybe I'm just a little bit drunk. On a school night? I'm not drunk. Just just for the record, not drunk. Good. Beverly. Not as drunk as normal, but I'm not drunk. Uh, as always, Sounds like an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> Massive thanks <laughs> to Andy and the rest of the guys at CookieCast. Fans on Spotify, YouTube. Um, do it on a dodgy sticker or something else like that. If you're that tight, you won't even listen to it for free on Spotify. You still want to get it on some kind of dodgy little background thing on some server in Mexico. Whatever you do, just make sure you're listening to it. Share the love, again, unless you're Tony and you go to Silverstone and don't tell any, any of the 479,998 other people that was there who might be fucking interested in Formula One. I mean, you, your audience were there. You're, I'm, I'm going I'm, <laughs> to... Andy, Andy, if you're listening, we want to know if we've had a spike of more than 10 listeners this week because, like James just said, he had 470,000 to tell. And if we haven't got at least 10, we are having a vote to bin him off. Well, you'll have to find out. We will. Find out. Andy, please let us know. That's right. So, come into next week for episode 14 and see if Tony's still here. We're going with... No, he's not. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So, Tony was at Silverstone. It was a bit of a last-minute thing, if I remember rightly, from last week's podcast. Um, What do you think? Absolutely incredible. Absolutely. It was, yes, it's expensive, but is it worth it? Yes. I think if you go for three days, 
absolutely more than worth it, 100%. If you camp and you go general admission... You mean camping, even more. just to clarify? Pardon? You mean camping, oh. just to clarify? Not, yeah. Camping using your tent over <laughs> yes. three nights. Yes. yes. It's, that's, that's, that's absolutely more than worth it, trust me. Um, yeah, just incredible. Will I do it again? One day, hopefully, but it's definitely yeah, made me yeah, want to. Yeah. All of us will. Yeah. Definitely. I need. I want to go it. now next year more than ever after seeing the video I've, call I've, from I've, Tony. I've been, on... We've had this conversation loads. Yeah. We've had yeah, this but Mark was on the fence. Mark was, Mark, Mark was on the fence as much as me, and I was kind of... Our position was forced slightly. Um, but now that I've been, I can only, I can now say to Mark, because I was very much the same as Mark and probably many other people that are listening, it's worth it. It's worth it. And little tips here and there, honestly, that will make you want to go. That's, that's absolutely. Grandstand tickets, yes, they're expensive. Bit more expensive, worth it a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like the amount of stands that me and Beth got into on the Saturday, and if we'd have gone Friday, we could have done even more stands and experienced so much more. But yeah, incredible, just in one incredible. So I, I've been twice. Uh, I, I went two years on the bounce. Um, first time we went, we did. We had the three days, but we went Saturday morning, so we did everything through the day. We watched quality. What was really cool was, I'm sure it was it was either was it the World Cup? I'm sure it was the World Cup, and there was there was the England game straight after quality, and we was in store. So as soon as, as soon as Hamilton went over the finish line, um, he took his pole. Everyone shot out the stands. They went into like the sports event area just behind us where they had like a massive screen, like the one that they had in Hull City Centre. Mm. And was all sat there watching the, the, the football. It, it, even, you, you probably remember, because as soon as it happened, Hamilton pretty much got out of his car and bolted himself because he wanted to get in to go and watch the football before doing mm. his deep. So we did that. And then the year after, we went again and we just did the day. We were just able to drive there first thing that morning from, from like Charlie's parents. But yeah, it's, it, it's awesome because... You think you're just going to go and see like the race or the quality or whatever you're going to do, but it is literally all day. You know, you, it opens up like seven or something stupid like that. Yeah. You've got, you know, you get F2, you get the the Porsche races, you get the classic cars, you know, and obviously you get the, the after parties, everything. Yeah, the concerts. Red arrows. Yeah. yeah. Concerts, mm. loads of food places, the simulators, there's Caradella being things. rude. Oh yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll get to that. Mm. We'll get to that. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. I would definitely do it again next year. Maybe. Um, but yeah, de- definitely in a track. Definitely, hundred percent. Again, that's what's made me like go away. We got we got rounds of like just outside Beckett's, and there was a, there was like a queue, like a zigzaggy queue. There's quite a lot of people in like shirts and looking a bit dapper, and I was like, well, "This is a bit of a. Is this just to go like carry on around the track?" And then this bloke, I was like, 
There's loads of uh, volunteers there, like loads, like every 10 steps. And they're there. And honest to God, Mark, if you'd had a question, they'd tell you straight away, mm. where, where do I go from here? What's the best thing to do? It's absolutely me. Anyway, oh, this line is just for the inner track. And I was like, oh, okay. Because they're going, waiting to go under the track mm. to then go to hospitality. And as soon as he said that, you could see these people were just a bit like, whoa, whoa. Yeah, straight from straight from remember Beverly, that, you know what I mean. They're coming on from just behind Magazine Beckers because that's where all the helicopters land and stuff like that. So, you know. Yeah. And at one all, point, all, I think it was about eight helicopters in the air. <laughs> yeah. Literally what? just dropping people off. I wanted to ask you, Beth messaged us and said that we should volunteer. What was all that about? Can you... So, if you volunteer, you you get your tickets paid for, right? Okay, and you're, and you're there completely free. You don't get paid, but you're there for free. What? So volunteers in like Marshall or Stewart or or like Car Park no. or what are they called? Something maker, are they? Oh. Event maker. I'll so you don't ma- you're not you're not on Marshall. No. Um. You you just kind of stood around the stands and in the stand. You're not like an events person. You're not like one of them people that just literally has got one job and they're on minimum wage. You're not you're not one of them people. And um, the people we met, they're in the forties, fifties, sixties. They've been Silverstone, God knows how many times. Seen F one, God knows how many times. Telling us stories like they used to co- live locally, used to come here years ago into the racing could give us all kinds of information about the track about the F1 about racing and that's how literally as soon as we got in first day saw one of them and was like right what do we do how do we play this and she was like right this is the track take a picture of the this map you need to go here and she was she was the one she went there's something special about seeing an F1 car going around the track at Beckett's. Yeah. And I was like, okay then. So she was like, if I was you, I'd go all the way up to Beckett's, which is about halfway through the track, sit in that stand, and you you won't regret it. So we did that, sat there. We sat there for about four hours waiting for FP3. And she wasn't wrong. Honest to God, it was the cars that went, how quick they went past. It put the, all the, the others to shame. Like, you thought the F3 was fast. Sorry? They pretty much go flat out at maggots. Because you're seeing so many bends, but then because you're so central and so high, you can see yeah. the inner track and you can see the first corner, second, third, fourth corner. But then there's TV screens. It, honest to God, you get such an appreciation there. What? And if I ever got tickets, I'd go there. I'd definitely go there. What first, first time I went, I was thinking, well, all, all I'm going to be doing is staring at an empty track and like every one minute and 20 seconds, I'm going to see 20 cars go whizzing by and then I'm going to be staring at an empty track again. But it, it's it's not. Not. No. At all. There's screens all over the place. You've got the commentary. You get your earpiece. But yeah, Magus Beckett's Cops Corner and Stoke. I mean, I, I've always done stuff. I've always sat in maggots if I can get in there on like one of the other days when you can just sit wherever you want. And mm. maggots is 
like you said, you can see fucking shit tons and store you just on the back end of like the Angus Strait. But so then, like, we, what was on, the big, what was the biggest surprise going for you? Like, what what didn't you expect apart from the fact that there is all these practice sessions qualifying in the race because normally you're asleep? But what uh, what was the biggest shock? I think the biggest shock was just how just just how quick they go and how how quick they can break and how quick they can accelerate. Like they had some like hot laps and like F three cars on the Saturday, and you thought, oh, they're going they're going pretty quick, like breaking, like like not. And you try and think back to like when you've drive when you drove on race and go karts and when you've you've drove to the speed limits within the public roads that we have here. Um and then and then the F1 cars get on there and it's just it's a thing of beauty. It's like you know like when you see like a like a painting or like a, a graceful image of a like of a horse. It was like it's like that, but they're going so quick and they're making it look so effort effortless and they're turning with such speed but then they're coming back out and they're going away such acceleration you're like wow and that's when i was like i grabbed onto the bed and i was just like wow like holy shit but it only got better after that because then you saw quality and the race and it just got even madder like how quick they were going is and breaking like fucking hell and you take that much in, you you fucking sleep really well as well. But yeah, oh, when, when you obviously you you two went to like long wrist, and I'm well, I'm, I'm assuming you did as well, Mark. You know, no, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to go. No, no. Once you actually see an F1 car up close, and you realise just how wide it is, mm. and how low to the it's it's unreal. But yeah, like, like Tony was saying, when 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 they hit maggots. You know, when, when they do the Maggots and Beckett's turn, I mean, you can be sitting there and you can, you're looking at that turn and you can see just how windy it is. And they just, it's almost like the flow over it. It's like a butter gliding through butter or something. Mm. Sorry, a knife gliding through butter or something. It's just, but, it's straight, so effortless. It's unreal. Well, that, that's, 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 that's the experience of seeing live racing and the weekend, like, we were sat in a stand looking at it. But if you wanted to, you could stand on literally right next to the hoarding, like maybe less than 10 metres away from the track. But then you could go, so for the race, we was on Luffield Corner. We was miles back up high and they were going really slowly around the curve. But then if you were, it depends where you want to sit again, where you want to stand. A bit more up the track near Cops, they're flying around that corner at like 150 mile an hour. So it's a different experience depending on where you are. So for like for quality, we were on I think it's Chapel. So it was just after the first bend. Uh, I didn't like it as much because they're literally you, you, it's like Wimbledon right now. Like you just they're just whizzing past mm. like that one after another after another. But then you can see them kind of break, go down the shifts. It's crackling. The engines going mad, and then you can hear them go. Like fly up again, just ah, just mad. And then probably going back to your question mark, standing on the on the track at the end was just like when we fit when we FaceTimed you as well. 
Like, yeah, yeah. I was just like, this is a bit, this is mad. I'm Absolutely mad. Because you wasn't on the telly. I've tried so hard. Channel 4, Sky Sports, Ted. I've watched fucking Ted's talk five when times. You, when you FaceTimed me, there was obviously Beth showed me Ted walking up and down, and I found that bit on Ted's. And there is a blue shirt, but it wasn't you. It's I'm, not me. Oh, that's you, that's you. And it wasn't. I'm, I'm absolutely gutted. I would have pissed myself, though, if after all that, you getting in the crowd... It was Beth on the phone to us that was yeah, I that in the well. background. That would have been fucking funny. Because the track's cambered slightly. Yeah. So if you stood in the middle of the track, you're actually higher than the person yeah. that stood closest. Yeah. Mm. The but, one thing, yeah, just the one thing from your video call and what kind of Ted did say on his notebook was they've really designed it wrong with the pits because you can't mm. see the pits because they sink down at the obviously the the pit wall. You go down some steps to the pit, so you miss out seeing in the pit garages. Is would would you say that was right? I again, yeah, this is surprising. When you're there, the first corner, the pits, the pit exit is actually up, comes mm. uphill. To coin a phrase from the last podcast, um, oh. uphill, but, up that hill. But the start of the pits is actually on a level of the of the track mm. so I thought that was really strange that again on Ted's talk you see it and when I was it's Aston Martin's garage is like two floors down <laughs> it's really weird really weird but oh, what an amazing place like we did grandstand that's like that was expensive for us like inner track tickets is you're talking a couple of grand yeah. for the weekend and then on top of that one of one of Beth's somebody who she works with that's quite high up in wherever she works, they paid for, like, to go on the grid and paddock passes and stayed at the hotel. So you're talking 10, almost 10 grand, like, yeah. more. Like, but then you can get a helicopter in. You can get a helicopter ride around the place. You can, you can go into the garage. Do you know what I mean? So, again, you're talking more. It's, more and more and more money. Like there was a guy with a VIP um, badge, and getting on the bus on the way back to the car park. And you're thinking, uh, on his photos that he was going through on his phone of the day, like you think he's paid what thousands, and he's there's levels, there's levels. At the end of the day, as long as you're there, you're in a grandstand, you see the race. Beckett's Club Corner. If you get good tickets, trust they're worth more than 300, 400, 500 quid. Easy, easy, easy. So, again, go on. Amazing. What an amazing. Do it, Mark. You will not regret it. Do it. It's all worth it. Yeah, I've got two now. Now you're. Now you've been the guy that doesn't watch Formula One and falls asleep, and he's actually been to the Grand Prix before me. I need to get my ass there. I, I even was planning on making some kind of joke of saying to Tony, so your first experience at Silverstone, what was it like staying awake during the race? But I was like, nah. Nah. Well, he, he's well that's much what I, can't. I mean. He, he was smart. That's why I asked him what surprised him most. He wasn't, he was shocked that there was like free practices, qualifying, and a race. What's all these? I didn't, I don't know. 
between lap nine and the final lap, there's like 50 other laps in there as well. You just keep going around. I didn't realise. The other thing, and we'll probably touch on it later, and this is the last thing, is the weather. Like, it could be raining where you are, but somewhere else on the circuit, it's pissing it down. And then exactly. five minutes later, it could be the other way around. And that's because, and then, that's because it's an air, old airfield. That's why yeah. Silverstone, you get that it's raining at club and not on the pit strip because they said like there was a massive band of rain. Obviously, me and James will have seen it on the radars on the TV mm. screen. Massive, massive band. And because of the wind around Silverstone, it basically parted the clouds yeah. around the track. Yeah. And, and you, you could see it. That. Yeah. In the race, it was sunshine. And but behind one of the stands, I think it was to the west, at pitch black, like rain cloud, absolutely pissing it down. And you think if that just comes to the left, comes to the right a bit, just over the track, bloody hell, everyone's gonna be on inters, no doubt. But it held off. That's the thing, it's so strange. I do kind of wish it had a rained. I'm gonna I do. not not for well, you and Beth. I just wish it had a rain. No, I do. Because quality was great being that bit different. The race, if it had banged some rain in with 20 laps to go, it had made it spicy. Yeah. yeah. It was good anyway. It was, yeah. It's one of my favourite races I've watched this season so far, but watch this for a little um, lead into a new kind of section. Now, so best friend got tickets onto the grid. Would she have spoken to Martin Brundle if he'd have approached her? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Any, anybody would. Have you seen Except. the people defending Car- Cara Delevingne? Have you seen the... Oh, yeah. Because Martin's rude. Martin does it for the controversy. It wasn't Cara that said no. It was the um, Al- Alfa Romeo like, press representative. But hang on a minute, you've got your own voice. And then the fact that she kind of went, no, I can't hear you, sorry. I just thought, <laughs> you looked a dick. We shouldn't even own up. Be honest. Like that, I was like, you, you, you're a fucking idiot. I mean, I already find you annoying because you walk around with bigger fucking eyebrows and bare out of Sesame Street. American <laughs> <laughs> Pie. Jim's dad, yeah. <laughs> Don't want to talk to fucking Martin Brundle. Well, I'm sorry, love, but the fucking rules are, if you're going onto the grid, if you're invited onto the grid, you've got to talk to whichever fucking representative of the media it is that might approach you. Absolutely. But put your brand across there. Like, I'm sorry, but Alfa Romeo telling her to say, like, don't talk to him. She could have said, oh, I'm really enjoying my experience with Alfa Romeo. Like, what a fantastic yeah. team. Oh, shit. Like, you could have figured, I mean, Pep Guardiola. <laughs> Great experience. I hope the British drivers do well. Yeah. <laughs> Guardiola is an absolute first-class fucking cock. Like, he, he is. He's big-headed. He's, he's a bit of a dick. He spoke to Martin. Sam Ryder, he was like, legend, fucking oh. you. Really? To be honest, the way he described what was maybe happening in the race, he could commentate. That's who you want on the grid. Sam Ryder even said to Martin Brundle, I'm really sorry, I'm talking your ears off. I best let you go. And Martin's like, no, no, let's let's keep chatting. Yeah, I just and Sam Ryder is a tiny celebrity compared to Cara Delevingne, but I wish yeah. everyone would like him because I'm I know like the people have jumped on and said, Oh, Martin does it for this. No, but 
like I say, you, if you've got a film coming out, you just quickly say it then, don't you? You're on the grid. You're on national, like, Sky telly. Like, don't act like a, no, an absolute I, give a shit what people might say about Martin Brundle with this, going, oh, he's rude, or, oh, he's just doing it for the attention and all that. No, love. He's been doing it since 1997. Yeah. He is a former Formula One driver himself. Yeah. Pay the guy fucking respect. And you know what? Maybe he's getting a little bit more sarky this year and stuff like that, but that's because he's he doesn't enjoy the grid walks as much anymore because of the amount of ignorance there is on that grid. Yeah. The amount of supermodels fucking Wimbledon ex-champions and all that, that have just like played stupid. I mean, granted, you've probably got collective IQ altogether of one, but fucking hell, talk to the guy. I did like his comment. I did like his comment. That would have been real interesting. It it doesn't have to be Martin Brundle, though, to have manners and respect. Exactly. No, no. That's what the the, I thought was a bit was disgusting. You were rude rude to him. Hmm. I'm not being funny. Brad Pitt was there doing parts of his film, obviously recording his new Formula One film and stuff like that. He even fucking took his time to talk to him at some point, if I remember rightly. You know what? What, Yeah, because he said to him in the garage, what you guys do, and included Martin, he was like, what you guys do, you're like my heroes. And he went, I want you as a cameo in in my film. Like, just, I don't get it. Yeah, Martin, but... Martin's been there, done that. I mean, would you talk to Sir Sterling Moss like that? Would you talk to yeah. Pele? Would you talk to, you know, um, Muhammad Ali, if he was still alive? No. If you're a fan of the sport, you like if Cara Delevingne is a Formula One fan, you know who Martin Brundle is, so show him some fucking respect. I think Brad yeah. being there, there's a bit of... He's happy to be there because they've kind of let him there because he's doing a film. I think there's a bit of like, you scratch my back, I'll scratch your back type. And the cars, the cars that they've got for the film were doing their rounds like oh, during okay. the day. Yeah. And they look fucking, they were obviously not the same spec, but they were they were shifting still. You might be in the day. film because they were filming a lot there. You could have had a Sam straight to the Apex podcast, and that could have been on a massive film. Well, we'll, we'll, when the film comes out, we'll watch it closely, and if we see someone holding a sign-up saying George Russell's a... or George oh, Russell yeah. looks like Woody out of Toy Story, we know it's him. Yeah. Wow. We know it's him. Yeah. Um, I haven't got much other breaking news. The biggest breaking news we've got, though, and it literally got announced... Four hours ago, and we've been calling it since fucking episode one of this season. Daniel Ricciardo will be driving again at Hungary. He's back. He's back. He's back. Why didn't he do it last week? Fuck's sake. Do you know what? I, I think it's because of what I said last week, where it's that kind of Red Bull are sitting there thinking, do I get rid of Perez or do I get rid of bloody Debris? But this, this weekend... The amount of fans, Danny Ricardo fans, just listening to people speak and speaking to people, he has a lot. He, he's a big guy. They fucking love him. Yeah, Even when he yeah. did his like, did a little chat on the on the put on the um on the stage that they have there, and there are fucking thousands of people there for him. Nick DeVries. 
didn't hear fuck all about him. If he hadn't raced, I don't think anyone would have batted an eyelid. So, honestly, Yuki Sonoda as well. They fucking love Yuki. We got the chance going for Yuki. So I think Daniel, yeah, after this weekend, he needs to be in it. Honestly, and that's crazy coming from me, who's been slagging him off. You are. You see, I actually think because I had it down that Ricardo was making his Red Bull return at Silverstone for the the tire test this weekend, and then mm. all of a sudden it was breaking news. He's actually in the Alpha Tauri. I think it's mm. a great move for them because honestly, Nick De Vries is. Well, he's shown himself up as being overrated. Didn't do much mm. before as a test driver. Didn't do much. I think he was okay in Formula E. He's I, not. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't say, know, about that, mate. I mean, he hasn't been given enough time, and it's uh, a car. Yeah. There's a lot of things at play. No, but let's go back to what we've said about other teams. De Vries and Sonoda are their leaders to to. Fix that car. No. What have we no. said about, yeah, and I think Ricardo ticks that box. He, look what he did mm. at Renault. You know what mm. I mean? He got but... Renault to the podium. Like I honestly do think that they are putting him in basically to fix that car. Mm. But it's this it's is the chat. pinnacle of kind F1. Of well. He left McLaren going, "You guys are shit. I ain't fucking staying with you." And then this week they've just been like. Yeah, I know. You know what? Oh, yeah. They've won me over, you know. They've won yeah, me we... over. Oh, I've heard about this. You fucking jump from ship to ship, you. You absolute... <laughs> oh, God. You... Are... I would say the McLaren was the second very close to first supported team this, this weekend. The amount of Mc... orange gear I have seen... And I remember getting on the bus on the way there on the Saturday at about seven o'clock in the morning thinking, if I was seen with a Renault badge on my shirt, shoot me. And by the end, by the end of the weekend, I was like, wow, okay. I might have to just take these guys a bit more serious. Tony, honestly, I want you to answer this question. There's two questions, actually. I want you to answer them both, like as honest as you can. Number one. Did you buy any McLaren merch? No. Okay. Number two, did it cross your mind that maybe you was going to buy some McLaren merch? No. Because Ooh, I thought, because mm, one, I don't believe that. I'm a Mercedes. I'm, I'm Mercedes. Both, both. Recently, I've I've joined the Aston Martin hype train. Yeah. So I can't, I can't, I'm not spotting anybody else because I'm not an absolute total shit house. So I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I might be a dumbhead, but I'm oh, not mate. a total shit house. <laughs> Team kind of thing. Like, obviously, I, if we're talking rugby league, I support all Kings and Rovers, but my second team would probably be Castleford. I think you're entitled to have like a second team. It's, yeah, but he'd, he'd have a third and fourth and fifth team. I don't know. You might as well rugby have league is different. Rub, rugby league is different in, for me. It's, 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 it's Rovers I'm, or nothing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I am with nothing. Tony on that. I am with Tony. It's Hulk AR and the rest of them can go fuck themselves. I don't oh, believe yeah. And I, I, I really do. I but can't actually believe you Rovers. just said that on the podcast. Like, 
I'm actually slightly speechless. Um, what? I've just said, so that second question I asked you, mate, do you want to answer it honestly? Because I've just been told you're a liar. Where, where, where's this memorabilia from McLaren? Where's my wife? Where's the memorabilia from McLaren? And also about rugby league. Three weeks ago, he was going to watch Salford. Oh, oh we were passing. We was passing. Oh. I thought we'll just, we'll just nip in. Wow. We'll nip Thanks, in. Beth. Thank you. Oh, yeah. You know Where's what? the McLaren? You know, sure, this McLaren. I'm, I'm near the court playing. I'll be like, oh, you know what? I'll go watch FC. No, don't fucking happen, mate. That's different. That's he different. He called you, mate. You just said about Castleford, and he's just gone. No bullshit. He nearly went to see Salford. Have a wed. I would appre- I appreciate rugby league. So I was going to all of them. I, I was and I was passing. Oh, 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 game oh. You've lost your fucking right to talk now. Salford. No, you, I'm, you, but you said my second team is right, Castleford. I will, I will mute your fucking mic. Salford, the team that fucking relegated us fucking years ago. Unfucking believable. Um also, also video evidence of him screaming Lando. Really? Yeah. Man. That gets that's I would say, no, I'm gonna be completely honest here. You need to that, backtrack harder, yeah. You've no, done no, no. a massive hole. We'll get to it. Well, might get to it in the race, but if there was one moment this weekend, I've muted him. <laughs> but no, you know what? Yeah, mate, you know what, mate? Right, maybe you did cheer on Lando, and there's no fucking. I, I was. He, he was fucking phenomenal in he that was. race, but we'll, we'll get to that shortly. So we're getting towards the end of part one. So what we'll do. Quick break there. We'll come back quickly at the qualifying, hit the race. Tony's got a little quiz for us, and then we'll do predictions. And if Tony's really lucky, we might unmute his mic. I'm unmuted. Oh, damn it. I'm I'm back. Right. Yeah, good good shout. Let's do that. Right. Let's go. Guys. Bye-bye. Hey, you. Yeah, you that's listening right now. Thanks very much for tuning into this episode of Straight to the Apex, the Formula One podcast from CookieCast. If you're enjoying this episode, why not like, share and subscribe? Whilst you're there, feel free to check out some of the other podcasts that CookieCast has to offer. If you like football, we've got a football podcast. NFL more your thing? Then the Laces Out podcast is for you. Maybe even a little bit of the wrestling. Just look for the Getting Over podcast on CookieCast. Maybe you want to listen to Andy's Darkest Timeline. It's there too. So, the F1 boys have probably got themselves a drink. It's time to get back to the action. Uh, hello. And we are back. Part two oh, of oh. episode 13 of Straight to the Apex. Tony has got a face like Cara Delevingne has been slapped across it multiple times by Martin Brundle. Um, oh, and there's Mark wearing a very old, old little top there, sponsored by... Um, is that his, is that, 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 that? Yeah. It's my McLaren top. Yeah. It's yours, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's from when Lewis joined McLaren. I thought I'm a McLaren fan now. <laughs> well, well, what I'm can not, I say? 
I'm not going to lie, I'm going to take this off now because I'm fucking boiling. So. <laughs> <laughs> All that just to prove a point. Is that why your camera was actually off? Yes. Ah, good lad. I like that. It's better than what we do where we stuck a dressing gown on to try and hide it. That would have been a better idea, actually. There are. Yeah. Just put that there, look. McLaren. But no, I tell, I tell you what, Tony, we'll remember that for the next time a member of the royal family dies. <laughs> Not fact, again. Stay there. Oh, okay. This is the disappearing podcast. Yeah, we're all going to take it in turns by walking off the camera and coming back wearing something completely different. I, I'm going to be honest, I don't think we're going to have time for a quiz tonight. Well, there's a there's a prize, so there's a quiz. Hey, oh. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what said prize is, but apparently there is a prize. I mean, it's only who ups and gets fucking dressed. What a prick! Yeah, cheers. Sorry, I couldn't find it. But I've um, I've got some um, memorabilia that I need to show you as well. Okay, that's gonna hopefully find it for me. All right, right, let's crack on. So, quality. Mm-hmm. Really good quality. Don't have many notes because for some reason I was like, I don't need to make notes. I know everything off the back of my head. I know it was good. I know it was interesting. I know there were some very strange decisions made. I just can't remember all the details. So what do we got, boys? Um, it was insane. Very cool. Really good. I enjoyed yeah. it. Really good. I, I have got down, obviously it was a damp track for Q1. Ferrari, yep. and Sargent all went out on Inters, but quickly Leclerc went out and he was like, oh, we need slicks. And they all changed to slicks. Um, I, I was worried for a bit because I was starting to think, is Hamilton making that mistake again where he doesn't get out in time? Mm. I mean, at one point, it didn't even look like that. No. We can't see what you're holding up, mate, because you're going to have to turn your background off. He's not doing it. No, you, you'll have to turn your background up. What's oh, next? Team McLaren Mercedes. That's all I saw. Is it a big towel? Is it like a beach towel kind of thing? Yeah. Of all the stuff you could buy. From way back when. I didn't buy it. Oh, right, okay. I was, I was, I was honest. I didn't I didn't buy any. Carry Where on. Did you get that from? Carry on. No, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got Hamilton spun at Stowe. Oh, that was yeah. Oh. Did, did well how, to beach the car. How many times have we said on the podcast, Mercedes don't go out, they leave it to last minute? That's exactly and then what James just said. Yeah, they flew out, and it was like, oh, everybody was like, oh, come on, let's let's get it. Is he's the first one to set a time? Like here we go, and then he's finally the last one corner. It's just not like, like me to do that though either. Hmm. Thank it's, God he get it going. Yeah, he was in the gravel. Well, they, ah. they even said, didn't they? If if it won't down, if it won't for like experience and stuff like that, he, he put anywhere the driver probably would have been beached. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've got a red flag for Magnussen breakdown, um, which then put Perez in major trouble, and he literally sat at the end of the pit lane while the red flag was still out. He was sat at the end of the pit lane for ten minutes. Ten minutes because they had three minutes to get through, and um, well, Perez was 
Perez again. I mean, just in, how, how many races now is that where he hasn't actually got through Q1? Did they say five? I was, was going to say, it's either four or five, if I remember rightly, yeah. He's in trouble. That, that's why I was wondering, is it going to be De Vries or Perez? I guess replaced by Ricardo. So, do you think on this, this, you've literally just reminded me of this, they've put Ricardo in the Alpha Tower because they're going to do what they did when Science and Max got promoted. So, if Ricardo does well in Alpha Tauri and Perez is still struggling, they switch him. That's the excuse. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Wow. You heard it here first. Uh, yeah. What, what, um, what do you reckon? Because we, we, we called Ricardo would come back, and a couple of weeks ago we did start saying De Vries is going to go and Ricardo is going to fill that spot. So when do we when when do we think they'll make that switch? After the summer break. First race back, Ricardo will be back in the Red Bull. That's a good shout. I think, mm. yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. Let's let's watch that then. Let's watch Do that I get space. a bonus 10 points in the predictions if I get it right? Uh, no, but Tony loses 10 points. I like no. that even better. No, no. Yeah, yeah, I like, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Um, what else did I have? Bottas disqualified for his car, failing to provide a one no, no, Yeah. I, I, yeah, ran out of fuel. Couldn't believe that. It's like, oh, he's just got through, but his car's not moving. It's like, what fucking hell's going on there? But yeah, runs out of petrol. And Chad was like, that's really weird because he was going so fast. I was like, yeah, because he was fucking light. Yeah, he had no fuel. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's a couple of kilos lighter than everybody else, probably. Um, The only other thing I've got is the raw when Norris was pulled. Norris. Uh, and it oh, was a roll. There were so many memes as well that I've seen, and it's like crowd going fucking, you know, Norris gets pulled. I was like, yes, yes, Verstappen's not fucking pulled, Verstappen's not this. And then like five seconds later, and it's like Verstappen steals, and then we just started going, oh, okay. I did like Norris' comments when he said, Max ruins it for everybody. Yeah, that's just typical Max, it's what he does. Yeah, yeah, I mm. did really like, I mean... I've gone off a li- Norris a little bit. I think I've said before. I'm starting to go back on the Norris train. I'm not. Yeah, gonna lie. yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, I'm going to completely agree that I had kind of gone off him as well. And then after this weekend, I'm just like, Nah, you're all right. Yeah, good yeah. cheeky little Norris. Yeah, yeah. So, as soon as Amy's out, yeah. I'm your fan. Yeah. Not, not, not that little you know Toy Story wannabe reject. Hi, George. Yeah. I've, I've, I've got some comments to say about him after the race, for the race, because him in the race pen afterwards, his comment I thought was absolutely shy against his teammate. Wow. Did you not, did you not, shall, shall I tell you what he said now? Yeah, yeah might as well. Um, I thought Piastri deserved P3 today, the way he drove, but your teammate just finished third. But no, no. Piastri deserved it, not Lewis. I mean, it'd have been better if we'd have got Cara Delevingne to actually do a fucking talk instead of him, because at least you'd have maybe come out on fantastic race there for Lewis, great for the team, you know, really helps us out in the in the season, blah, blah, blah. Bitter, twister, uh, little cowboy wannabe. 
just a bit butt hair, isn't he, after the, the race? Because he came off worse, didn't he? So Yeah, and Lewis rightly pointed out that a lot of safety cars have gone against Lewis and George has benefited. Yeah. Yes. The one time it goes the other way, oh, well, Piastri deserved third. Oh, get fucked. Yeah, that's, yeah. That, that, you, you can think it, but even just for the sake, mate, you... Even if you're thinking it, you've got to fucking represent your team. You've got, you know, you're, you're talking for Mercedes here. If Leclerc yeah. is fed, I get it. Piastri was quick. But your teammate has finished fed in, let's be honest, a car that, you know, the big upgrades were coming to Silverstone. They didn't work again. But Lewis has put it put it on fed and you get, oh, well, McLaren deserves to be second and fed. Wrong. Wrong. Some of the other things anyway that that what they've done with the front wing, it looks like it's had some kind of effect. But it's like Lewis has said this week as well, they just need to get that back end sorted out. Because that's where they're losing the downforce. But yeah, um anything else on quality? Just the raw, really, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a yeah. big raw. And then Perez. I, I, yeah, I wanted to ask you how was it was it because I mean we were watching it on TV, obviously, and I mean, Christ, I was I was going bloody shit crazy at the time. So, and it sounded loud on the TV. So, it was just unexpected because it was just everything was everybody was so close, and it was kind of like the track was changing, but the weather was changing. Yeah, it was like at one point it was like Albon was up there. Yeah, yeah, it was. and it was, and it was literally the track was changing like minute by minute, like. Whoever went out first had to come and do another one because as soon as they'd gone and the rest of the field had gone through, they were going to be at the back. It's that gamble, in it? That kind of, do I go out and get a banker lap and then just hope that the weather changes like it could do or, or, yeah. or what? So it was, yeah. quality was just crazy. I've crazy. got one. I've got one thing about the Ferraris. So in the pit lane... Science was in front of Leclerc and he was ordered to move aside for Leclerc yeah, switch. to switch. And rightly so, Science was like, well, hang on a minute. I'm one position below Charles, so I'm more at risk. And the team was like, no, no, I swap. And then out on the track, Science, there was lots of cars battling for position and getting into space. And Science cheekily overtook Leclerc and Leclerc come on the radio and said, nice one, Carlos. Is, is there something going on there? Are they not getting on as what we think is, you know, it, we've talked about like the race calls and Ferrari and them asking the question, the strategists always say, what do you think? What, they won't make a decision. What do you think? Yeah, now, there's, there's something going on. Now the drivers when... are a bit tetchy with each other, aren't they? When things are not clear, things when things are not clear and set in stone, and and people know their position, people then start to question and start to get a little bit angry and go out of their position, and other people then question that because nobody really knows their role, and it's just another Ferrari thing that we've touched on before that everything's not quite right. So everybody's kind of doing their own little bit and going on their own little thing. And why is, why is signs not happy with that? Is he second driver? 
does he know that he's second driver? Is he? No. It, do you know what? Is Leclerc the first driver? But then Leclerc's not really a first driver from his performances. We've spoke about that length. So I, I, I think, I, yeah, I think power clash. I've lost power. Power. Fucking said this this season, but you know what, mate? I think you're right again. I I think it's a case of Leclerc thinks he's number one. Yeah, and he's and been he's number one. And yeah, and Sainz yeah. thinks you're not number one. Doubt breeds more doubt. Oh, Leclerc! Leclerc doesn't like pressure, and I think that he he wants Carlos there. As long as he finishes in front of Carlos, Charles Leclerc is happy. When it's the other way around. You can see he's just so defeated on the radio. He's he's almost like, well, he shouldn't be beating me. He shouldn't be beating me. Like, to swap him in the pit lane like they did, when Sainz Rightly was the most at risk, what's... Last year. Last year, towards the end, when he started saying, please, guys, think about this. Think about the championship. Yeah. He's like, no, sod off, mate. He's, He's got a fucking podium here. You're after something that you're not going to fucking get anyway. Mm hmm yeah. yeah. Yep. Cracking. Cracking. So that was quality. I don't know how much of it we actually spoke about, but if um, you don't know what happened, you should have watched it. Get it on Sky Plus. Have you got the top ten there, or you... wow? What? Where am I going? Sky Plus is. I don't even think that's still Sky a thing. So, yeah. I know. I know. Wow. Go, other, go, other go streaming go. services are available. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the ending of Q3 was Verstappen um, on pole, as, as fucking always. Um, Norris in second, Piastri third, Leclerc fourth, Sainz fifth, Russell sixth, Hamilton seventh, Albon eighth, Alonso ninth, and Gasly in tenth. And then ten other drivers behind them that, well, just weren't that fucking good to even get into Q3, so who really cares? Yeah. So, the race. Mm. Obviously, really good place to start the beginning of the race. Yeah. I, I mean, fucking, I, I don't know if Verstappen was just a little bit off the mark there or the McLarens was a little bit better on the tyres, but he almost got taken by Piastri as well. It wasn't just a case of Norris taking pole. Piastri almost, taken, almost took P2 as well there. It reminded me of the original Top Gun when Val Kilmer's left alone and he's got all the MIGs doing barrel rolls around him, there's like four or five MIGs. That's how Max must have felt with them two McLarens at the start because Norris got him, like fucking nailed him. And Piastri very, very nearly followed and he was putting that Red Bull under pressure. Other thing I noticed as well, Verstappen did his usual thing of swerving towards him to try and spook him off. The thing is, he's been doing it for that long now. There isn't a driver on that track who doesn't expect Max to fucking do that. Norris didn't even fucking flinch. No, no. Norris was in, in front. You're just one of my fucking safety visors I've peeled off now. Goodbye, you in my mirror. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was quite... We've just said about a poor team, Ferrari... I thought it was quite clever that McLaren had said, Piastri, stay behind Lando, help each other out. And they, See what we do. they were sticking with Max. They were sticking with him for quite a while. He, he didn't get anywhere. Normally, every, every race so far, by about lap two or three, he's 
a good second and a half or two seconds in front. Yeah. Normally by the tenth lap, he's pushing six seconds lead. He just wasn't getting it. It's almost like the the tires just they didn't fire up mm. on that track. It was it was weird. It's, it's not like Red Bull that in yeah. any way, shape, but even his reaction time on the lights. I mean, I think he was something like half a second slower than Norris. No, it was actually quicker. His reaction time was quicker than Norris. And oh, it shit, was, really? It was the second phase. Max got loads of uh, wheel spin and Norris was uh, able to drive by him. Yeah, because they said, I think there was 0.3 in it and Max was good. quicker, which makes it even better. Like the Red Bull bogged down and Norris just nailed the gear changes and like shot by him in that second phase. I mean, that that is just... What I liked about that, I, I said to Charlie as well while I was watching the race, what's really nice there is we're, we're actually seeing traits of Hamilton in Norris now. If he's got a sniff of something, he's, he's going for the fucker. You know, and he, he, he really showed it in that. I mean, he, he kept P1 for a couple of laps. I, th- I think Max got him just before DRS was enabled or just after, I can't remember. Yeah. But he never really lost... Any time after that, Max wasn't getting away very quick. At one point, Norris did get back into DRS. So he was putting up a really good fucking scrap in that. And yeah, the the, the, the difference that McLaren have made, considering the start of this season, we was all saying, fucking yeah. joke, absolute shit show. The, the, what the hell are they doing? So all of a sudden this week, we are sitting here going fucking nuts over them right now. Well played, McLaren. Yeah. Well played. Very well. well. I'm going to do a Nicky Lauda and I'm going to doff my cap to you, McLaren, because class, wow. they've got four or five more updates in the pipeline, I reckon. Yeah. And if they keep going, and Lewis and George both said that McLaren is fast. It was the fast. Hard tires. The hards as well. Yeah. I mean, when, when they went on to hards, after that safety car, and, they, and it was like, right, they're going to go on softs. Russell's always showed them softs last a good 20 to 25 laps. They're all going to go soft. And we saw Lewis, he went on softs and like they're going to, and they came out on hards. I was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. Credit, credit to McLaren. Credit yeah. to McLaren. Yeah. I mean, they, they got it right a lot <coughs> this weekend. And that tyre change, they got it right again. They got didn't it look right. right, did it? Like it didn't look said, right. It didn't look right. Whatever they were seeing, it were. in the back, they were right, and he, they even questioned it. Lando questioned it, and they said, "No, stick with it." And yeah, that, he even said, "Oh yeah, cheers, guys." That yeah. start was easily the best moment of the weekend. Like it was the shout, the I screamed like a little bitch. Like it was insane. Like because everybody. Wasn't a Max Verstappen fan, loved that, yeah, and that was pretty much 90% of the crowd. I was cheering the guy on from that first start as soon as he went past, yeah, I was up on the edge of my seat, and I don't think I sat back until about five laps in. I love the color of the car, I just hope he this experience of being at the front now he's got the car. I hope this pays dividends, and I hope he, he now starts really racing to his potential. I hope he loses this. He's the little boy, the little, the little man yeah. in the paddock. Like I, I hope people, me included, take him into like he is a general, general good 
racing driver and we need to take him and McLaren seriously now. Piastri as well. Yep. Let's not forget, he, yeah. he got fourth and he was racing and he was catching Hamilton at the end. He, he was quicker than Norris in that first stint. He was quicker than Norris, definitely. And four or five races ago, we were saying, where's this guy? Who is yeah. this guy? Yeah. And now, he's now what? paying dividends, isn't he, for his pedigree and interesting. I'm just going to be Mr. Negative for one second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. We've been here with we've been here with Aston Martin. Like, you know, someone someone in this podcast jumped on the hype train. Alonso said we'll be on the podium yeah, yeah, every race. I just hope that McLaren can sustain it. Because I mean McLaren are a massive team. They should be nowhere near the back. They should be fighting for wins. Ferrari should be fighting Red Bull Mercedes, all of them. I just hope that. This isn't a bit of a false dawn like Aston Martin was this year. But I, I think the car looks no, Yeah. Well, I think that, Mark, I think Aston Martin have done a lot of upgrades, but in the past few races, they haven't. They've kind of stood still. And the pack is coming and coming and coming with more and more and more upgrades. They're, they're not doing where they upgrade and then it don't work and they take it back. They upgrade like, no, no, we, we keep going with this. Yeah, I'm, like I'm gonna say I'm gonna be big headed here. I called this when they moved into their new factory. I did say no. another podcast. I did Ooh. say you I can't say that they you can't would say that. Yeah, you can't say they're that. Not gonna, they, they're not gonna come back. Aston Martin have gone for this. They're not gonna be on the podium unless it was a real freak race. They are they've been overtaken by McLaren, Ferrari are overtaken them. I think Mercedes have picked them. I honestly think that's them done. They're not going to be anywhere near the podium. Yeah, I, I don't. I I can understand what you're saying. There's a small part of me that's like mm, maybe he's right, but not yet. Come on, give it summer break, a few races after, then you can say that, and then you can laugh in my face, and you'll lose fifty points. Yeah, if I'm right. <laughs> Woo! Well, Straight into the negative numbers. I probably will if I keep picking Aston Martin in the top three. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do that anymore. So, <laughs> results for that race. But yeah, before we go on to that, yeah, I, I want to see more of Norris on the podium. And I all, because, I mean, for one thing, he's a great driver. He is fucking great to watch. But just the way he does a bottle of champagne is fucking class. Yeah, I love that. All lovey-dovey oh, and then suddenly yeah. smash. Yeah. <laughs> and he also yeah. made Piastri do a shoey and and he did as well after the race. Yeah. yeah. So, Pat, yeah, one last go on. thing. The Lewis Hamilton, Lando Norris fight was, oh. I think I will not forget that for the yeah. rest of my life. Because right where we was, White where we was. White where we was. All right, Jonathan Ross. White where we was. As he came hey. round. Sorry. I've got. As yeah. he came round Luffield, it looked like he had him. But then when they came out of Luffield and round Cox, oh my God, that Lando Norris held on, held on, and I was I absolutely retracted into my seat and was like, fuck. And the guy next to me was a McLaren fan, and he was just like, Whoa, like on top of the world. But this is the beauty of racing. Like 10 minutes before that, it was completely the other way around. I was like, Lewis is on softs, he's going to come and get you. 
uh, laughing at this guy next to me. And this other, this guy next to me was like, you're right, he's a sitting duck. Why have they done that? Like, gutted. Can, and I, look just say, can I just say as well, Matt, um, Lander and Hamilton managed to race without hitting at the corner. Max and Hamilton yeah. did. So for everyone, yeah, I, that was the other thing I was worried about. With, with them to race, I was like, oh, God, please don't take each other out. I want to see Norris on the podium. I'd love to see you both on the podium. Just yeah. stay where you are, for fuck's sake. But, but so, if, if Max Verstappen had pulled up, I don't think I'd ever have gone to Silverstone ever again in my life. Because one, two, three. Well, if Russell had potentially maybe passed, there was a lot of maybes, but yeah. it would have been a fucking amazing finish. Yeah. So, results where Verstappen winning again. Uh, Norris in second. Whoop, whoop. Hamilton third. Piastri fourth. You know, to a massive disappointment to George Russell. But let's face it, you couldn't even fucking get past fifth. So, whatever, Woody. Um, Perez sixth. Alonso seventh. Albon eighth. Leclerc ninth. Sainz tenth. And then another ten drivers who, let's face it, one of them's now been made redundant anyway, so let's not talk about that anymore. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, current standings, if I have this right, Verstappen actually has enough points to have won the fucking <laughs> the Constructors' Championship on his own. Yeah. Wanker. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, Max is on 255 points. Perez second with 156 points, Alonso 137, Hamilton in fourth with 121 points. Um, constructors, who would have thought it? Red Bull 411 points, Mercedes in second place with 203, 203 points. Uh, there is more than 200 points between first and second place in the constructors. It's and, fucking and, unreal. And Perez has been shit the last few races. That's how scary well, it is. He's going to get made redundant soon as well, so who cares? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I hear there is a little quiz from the new quiz master, Tony T-Dog. God, he's a good-looking guy. Almost Thank as good you. as Jackman is in Deadpool 3. Thank awesome. you. So, there's a quick quiz. Okay. I've got a special prize from the GP oh. for the winner. Okay. It's very special. So the first question, um, this is fastest finger first, all right? Mm -hmm. Just shout your name, all right? Mm -hmm. Jensen Button won the 2009 Formula One World Championship driving for which team? Back. James. Mark was first. Ron G. Oh, come on. Correct, correct, Mark. What is, and again, this is fastest finger first. What is Red Bull's most successful circuit? James. James. Hungry. That's incorrect. Um, Mark, you've got as enough time as you want now. Think about it. It's definitely not hungry. Is it Austria? No, it's Monaco. Austria will be first guess as well. Okay. Which driver, fastest finger first, which driver is Ricardo's brother-in-law? What? Hmm. 
Daniel Ricciardo's brother-in-law. Yeah. In F1? Is he a current driver? Yeah. Uh, Mark. Mark. I am going to take a pun only because I know he's part... No, no, they're not married. I was going to say Valtteri Bottas. That's incorrect. Yeah, okay. James. Pierre Gasly. Incorrect. It's Lance Stroll. No fucking... Wow, wow. okay. Okay. Nice, good question. Yeah. So, next question, uh, fastest finger. What driver has Max Verstappen recently passed on wind tunnels? James. James. I want to say Schumacher. That's incorrect. Is it Senna? That's correct. Yeah, I was meeting. Um... I messaged you earlier to say, give me the answers. You can't act all disappointed because Mark's winning again. Right. This next question again is fastest finger first. Whoever gives me the, um, the... There's five answers. So whoever gives me the most will win, but fastest finger first. Five drivers of one races in Red Bull. Who are they? Mark. Mark. Max Verstappen. Correct. Um, Matt Webber. Correct. Sebastian Vettel. Correct. Sergio Perez. Correct. One more. David Coulthard. Incorrect. So you, you potentially could steal this here, James. What did Mark give again? He said Max, Max Vessel, Weber, Perez. But there's one more, and it's not David Coulthard. Fuck. It's not Albon, is it? No. It's Daniel Ricciardo. Oh, of course it is. Oh, I thought you said him. I thought you said him, because I, uh, I even thought you've got Ricciardo. Definitely. Definitely. Damn it. Definitely. Like, I mean, how many Max won. Ma- Max won. Max won, yeah, because, oh, you know, you, you, yeah. You've yeah. won, Max. Congratulations. So, you've got a choice. Oh, huh? okay. You can either take a piece of rubber from the Silverstone track Marvel's or nice. this prime bottle. <laughs> Be careful. Don't know what's in that bottle of Prime. Well, when you say a piece of rubber, is it a Durex or is it an actual bit of the tyre? It's an actual piece of tyre, which is about... I mean, I'll have the tyre. I'll have the tyre. You're going to have the tyre? Yeah. So do you want to give want this to... to James then? Yeah, yeah, I don't want the Prime. Oh, please yeah. tell me there's something really cool in that Prime. So in the Prime... Oh, no, what? There is a fifty-pound note. It's actually. Are you ready? Yeah. Gravel from the first corner at Silverstone. <laughs> I said. I said. Did I? 
Don't fucking fall for it. Don't fall for it. That's not, you know, you don't know what's in there. Oh, I want that now. No, too late. You've picked. That is going in my garden in one of my little gravel areas. So I will always know it's there. I've got a shitty bit of rubber and I won the quiz. I mean, it's... that rubber could be from MotoGP, the exactly. Porsche Club, FI2, FI1. It's sucking safety. <laughs> Why do I feel he like even, a one bottle? He even said, he even and... gave it away, was like, what's in the pram bottle? And uh, I jumped the gun. Baby, so why don't you help me? Well, Mark, you, you won the quiz, absolutely. Sure. I, don't, I don't feel like a winner. I'm going to be honest. I feel like a winner. Don't feel like winners. Let's go on to the most recent predictions. Okay, let's do that. There we go. Let's do that. Let's, let's, make, him not let's make him feel better. So, Mark, you had 24 points. You went Max Leclerc Hamilton, so you've got four more points, giving you 28 points. Yeah. Um, I had 25 points. I went Max Perez Norris. I got Max, so I have 28 points also. Woo-hoo. Tony, you went Alonso signs Norris. You got jack fucking shit. Big fat zero, you big but loser. As much as I'm enjoying saying that and I'm enjoying Mark with his little gestures and stuff, you still have a three-point lead. Yeah. That's I went for it. I went for it. I, 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 I do respect you. I do respect you. Yeah. I um, this week as well. When it comes to the girls, Katie had seven points. She went Hamilton, Leclerc, Alonso. She's still got seven points. Um, Charlie, who is just being a rebel like Katie, at one point did actually look like she was going to get all fucking oh, three yeah. points. <laughs> Norris, Hamilton, Russell, she got nothing, so she got ten points. Uh, and Beth had 21 points. Fucking unbelievable, that. And she went Hamilton, Alonso, Norris, so also got nil poir. So, predictions. Our next race is Hungary. Between the 21st and the 23rd. Last year, it was Verstappen first, Hamilton second, and Russell third. Host goes first. So, my predictions are Max for the win. Yeah. Hamilton second. And Norris third. Ooh. Mark? As the winner of the quiz? Still don't feel like a winner. <laughs> so I I had exactly the same as you. And then in the break, I removed Hamilton and I put Leclerc. So I've gone Max to win, Leclerc second, Norris third. Nice. Okay. You got yours, T-Dog, or should we move to another? We are running um, out of... Beth, I've got Beth's. Beth's no. got okay. Max, Charles, Hamilton. Oh. Okay. Charlie has gone with Ricardo, <laughs> Norris, and Piastri. Ricardo, Norris, Norris and Piastri. So, Katie has gone Lewis, Ricardo, Alonso. I'm not going to lie. I did, at one point, I did feel like putting Ricardo in there, but then I was like, the car's not brilliant. No, no. So, yeah, let's be, let's be sensible, especially when you've got Tony with a three point lead. Yeah. Go on, go on, Tony. Finoda, Ricardo, DeVries. 
I'm going to obviously go Max for the win. You are boring. You've changed. Since you went to Silverstone, you've changed. I'm then going to go with... Um, Norris for second. Okay. Third. Or do I? Yes, you do. Third. Third. You've, it's locked in now. Too fucking late. We want third. I was going to... Max. I was going to go Max, Alonso, Norris. Is that what you're going for? Max, Alonso, Norris. Is that is that is that okay? Yeah. And I've changed slightly, but... All right. Let's go Max, with it. Alonso, Norris. So we're all expecting Norris on the podium again. I think it'll be good to see. We all know fucking Max is going to be there. I mean, I got excited this week because he did finally hit a wall, which I keep wishing he would. Unfortunately, he didn't fucking hit it hard enough. Damn you. Damn you, Max. I know. Come on. I mean, if you're going to be up there with the gut, which is Latifi, with crashing into walls, do it right. Do it right. And on that, that is the end of this episode of Straight to the Apex, guys. I've been driving this week, James Stainforth. In the pit crew, we've got Mark Wilkins, Tony Tito, Rawson. Massive thanks, as always, to Andy and the rest of the crew at CookieCast. And like I keep telling you, tell everybody you know, go to the next race and tell all the other bloody fans that are there, listen to Straight to the Apex. Tell your window cleaner, tell your dog walker. Go across the street and just hit some random guys here. I'm really sorry, but if you listen to this podcast, you'll, you'll forgive me. And hope you get away with it. But yeah, until then, share the love, guys. And lads, I hope I get to see you again soon. Definitely. Bye-bye. Love it, guys. Bye. So there we go. What do you think to that? Another one done. Another race gone. Another race to come. Big thank you to the guys for bringing you all the Formula One news and everything else Formula One. Big thank you for watching. Big thank you for listening. If I can just trouble you before you go, please do consider like, share, subscribe, and comment. Leave a review. Check out the website, cookiecast.com. There you can leave us an email. You can check out our social media links. You can get in touch with us, with these guys. Any of the podcasts, you can get involved by getting in touch. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. How awesome is that? So awesome. you got to like, share, and subscribe.